Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 140. I am at Swagzilla Zero G, and I'm here, as always, with the feverish Fidero. Can I revise that 140 to 340, sir? Oh, 340? Jesus, now we need to do it all over again. <laughs> Not Did, at all. Could I think you imagine anybody- if this is episode 140, but we'd somehow managed to fit 339 episodes in there? <laughs> that would be close to impossible. <laughs> it, it would be close. Renero, I just sent you a text. Did you get that? I did not. Oh, yeah, I did get a text. That, that happened. That happened. Read that shit. Read that out loud to our listeners. All right. So we got a Th- trade. This is for real. We got a trade here. This is all for the 203. This is a very early second. I'm 203 Superflex. Assuming Superflex. Super yep. Uh, we are trading that 203 away for a 307, a 308, a 405, and a 406. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean to be that guy that pisses stupid people off. But don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. You gave away a 203 for a bunch of nothing. Yeah, wow. I mean, you might hit you might hit on something, but don't do that. Imagine, I see that happening a lot this year. Imagine the NFL doing something stupid like that. Yeah. 203, ev- dude. It wasn't even like that? a late second. It was <laughs> yeah. a 203. Could you ever see that in the NFL? It's like, I have the 37th overall pick in the NFL, and I am the Detroit Lions, and I will trade that to you, Philadelphia Eagles, for your two late thirds. Seriously. <laughs> like, don't do that, guys. There is not enough depth no. in any rookie draft any. to do That's that. That's a good point. Any rookie club. Any. It's just silly. I know picking's fun. It's It's whatever, but those picks are... People are giving those away by the time you get there. When you get into your fourth round, you won't be able to trade those picks. No. Nobody wants them. You're going to be like, "Eh." I mean, you might have a couple guys from college you liked a lot, but man, do not do that. Please. That's a, that's like a, a, know how you do your public nervous announcements? That's a public service announcement. Just don't do it. We should do some public nervous announcements soon. I miss that. Yeah, they're fun. But yeah, do not do that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking at ADP, and you know, you got uh, you got your Hyatt's, your Jaden Reeds, um, a plethora of running backs available there. And then there's a then every year, like we say, there's a drop off around uh, mid second. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me the two drop off players and two two fourths, so I can yeah. Get, you're you're like, not even yeah you're not even trading that mid second drop off away. You're at two o three fifteen overall. Yep. No, thank it, you, sir. It, it gets kind of like boring at 206 this year yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. I Unless agree. like the right guys fall or you're all of a sudden on the clock at like 301, you might get something you like, mm-hmm. which I guess we should tell them what we're doing today. What are we doing today? Sorry. We're going to talk a little bit about the second and third round because we do think it's important. As much as I'm prepping on these picks, how late it is, we think that there's some magic to be found. Magic? Magic. Yeah, you got to try to hit. Harder to hit down here, but it happens. But I think there's still there's also more mistakes to be made. Oh, absolutely! In the second and third round, 
Absolutely. So, Fenero and I wanted to go through a couple of our drafts, tell you what we are trying to do in some of those rounds, some of the guys we're more into and maybe we're avoiding. But don't make those trades. It's it's so freaking concerning, to be quite honest with you. And I'll tell you what, like, this is why it happens. Be- because, like, you listen to too much stuff. <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll even see, like, this is, like, more and more common now. Like, you all of a sudden see somebody trade, like, away a 2023 third for a 2024 third. Yeah. As if you're savvy. <laughs> Like, I don't freaking get it, man. And you know what does it? Back into this, it's it's that, like, one guy will come out and be like, man, wait till the 2024 class. I want to explain to you why they're saying that. It's because of, like, three or four people. It's not because of the whole freaking class. It's because we're excited about, like, this year, Bajan Robinson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. It's because of a couple people. Yep. <laughs> and and we, we are like, man, but wait for those guys. We're not, like... We're not saying that because 15 players are going to be studs and all of a sudden take bet jobs. That's not how this works. Exactly. Um, but that, that's how it happens. Like, oh, man, 2023 class, just wait. And, and here we are, and you are all giving the picks away for free. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's better to, especially when you're talking about what you just said, to just look at every class equally when you're doing that, those kind of moves. Like, just yeah. don't. don't don't amp a class up. If we've learned anything from this 2023 class is to not do that. Yeah. I mean, have fun. Enjoy it. Look at, you know, the bright spots. Just don't do stupid stuff. Yeah. Don't, don't do stupid. Why shit. do you trade? I, I was, I was arguing about that the entire time. And I believe the 2023 class is going to be better than I feel today. I absolutely believed that. I didn't know how much better, but I, I bought into that. Sure. But I still wasn't at the place in that class to give away or, to find two years out picks more valuable than one year out pick. Right. Like that, that, that's, that doesn't make any sense. I want to try to hit now. I don't just want to hold on to the pick it's and just, keep moving back. Like, And then we talk about how long some of these rookies take to pop, right? So now my rookie that I drafted in 2022 is now in his second year, and I got to wait for my tw- – I got to wait a year. Can't use that one rookie that I, I get a chance to use and wait a year to wait for that player to mature you're really talking about you know waiting the one year for the class to arrive and waiting another year for the for the player to hatch and perhaps another year after that yeah um it's it doesn't make any sense we should be playing guess who i drafted today for a 2024 fourth round pick james robinson oh nice yep drafted him for a 2024 fourth round pick i think you guys should get on board that value is crazy i'm not saying you're gonna get that value all of you are like yeah but he sucks like honestly like he's he's had as good of seasons as Ramondre stevenson mm-hmm. or better yep. he's still younger we all know shit happens and running backs get hurt yes um i am not saying he's taking stevenson's job when i say this but I can't afford Stevenson for how I feel about him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, feels like feels like not worth mentioning on a podcast. But I mean, it's you know, uh, what has it been like over a decade that New England's been a running back by committee? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not really sure how much more attracted that is just because people like Ramondre Stevenson. Like, there's going to be another back heavily involved. Yeah. You know, and when I mean, Damian Harris was healthy, he was taking some work as well. Oh, absolutely, he was a hundred percent. So, 
It's why I've never been a Ramondre Stevenson. It's not the profile. It's the team. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, I think he's a good player. I just, I don't want running backs on New England. But if you're going to get James Robinson for a fourth, I'll take it. Yeah, what the <laughs> for, heck? You know, well, for all the reasons you just said, a man. 24 fourth? Yes, he's already proven that he can be a starting running back in this league. He's already proven he's a three-down running back in this league. And he's already proven that he is okay with a secondary role. Like, he can still contribute in a secondary role. Yep. Like, he's done all three of those things. And, oh, I'm sorry, the other thing that you mentioned, running backs get hurt all the time. Yeah. That's an insurance policy, New England. Yep. A good insurance policy. Good move with New England. So my conclusion is we listen to too many podcasts that all say the same thing. Mm, very true. And we're like, how can that be wrong if everybody thinks it? Mm-hmm. Half the people that think it don't think it. They heard it. <laughs> and yeah. then they heard it a lot. And then they're just yes. like, let's ride with this. Yes. That's very true. I've, 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 um, I think we've all gotten, maybe not you. We've all got caught up in that. Um, I've got caught up in it. Absolutely, I've, I've I've gotten caught up in stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's easy to do because you want to. It's harder to go against the grain. Why they call it yeah. against the grain? You know that that's a more difficult stance to take. You you open yourself to scrutiny. Um, maybe even some banter that you weren't even necessarily welcoming. You just wanted to like say something oh. contrary to what was out there, like no, a record player. Absolutely, I'm wore out. Right. On like assholes that think they know a lot. Yep. Like I I tweeted this out today, but remember when everybody pretended they knew a ton about Sky Moore just because of where he landed? Sure. They didn't know shit. Nobody was touting Sky Moore the way they were (laughs) until he got drafted to Kansas City. Then they're like, oh, I've always liked him. And Mm -hmm. well, why? Why? What did you see at Western Michigan University that made you think Sky Moore was going to be Tyreek Hill? I still remember the first time I heard Sky Moore. We're not Debbie people. We say that all the time. Was what, during one of our profiles, and it wasn't a profile about Sky Moore. Nobody signed up for a profile for Sky Moore. It was we were talking. I was talking to Mark, the QB guru, and we were talking about a quarterback that wasn't even on our list. We were talking about five quarterbacks. And he mentioned a sixth one, and he floated the name Sky Moore out. The reason I remember this so vividly was I thought it was a badass name. For a wide receiver. <laughs> I'm like, Sky Moore, it's even on the show. You can hear it. It's like, oh, my God, that's a badass name for a wide receiver. That's the first time I heard of him. And I agree yeah. with you. I think there's a lot of people that don't play Debbie and they don't know college. And um, they're they're getting introduced to these rookies in a vacuum of people all saying the same thing about each of them. So when we're kind of – I remember Sky Moore being a little bit more of a uh, – you know, it's a it's a word we don't use in Dynasty much anymore as, as a sleeper, as a, somebody that you can get later, uh, maybe in the late second round or if you really like them, the mid-second round. Then all of a sudden it became like a, a top eight pick. Yeah. Kansas City landing spot. You know, now we're not seeing that with Rache Rice. We're not seeing that this time. It looks like I we know, got a lesson. Means, looks like, like we have a lesson learned. Rice seems like somebody you should be more excited about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it, he's, he's at value now. So you're getting a Rache Rice. Uh, in late second, I'm seeing in, in this draft. I got I got two eleven right here. Yeah, yep. two hundred eight, two eleven. Mm-hmm. I got a couple pulled up too, but yeah, the first one I looked at was two hundred eight. Yep. Sky Moore was going. I know you didn't see it, but as early as one hundred four last year, that first That's round crazy. like rookie draft capital because he went to the Chiefs. Yep, and now somebody that Kansas City is even saying is probably going to take the juju role. Yeah, and people are just already. like, nah, I'm not falling for it again. Wait, now you're not falling for it? Correct. 
when when it's at appropriate value. Give me give me rice. Let me see here. I, I want to look at mine. You you can tell me yours too. So I have a two oh four. Rice went two oh eight before him went Josh Downs. I'll take rice over downs. That's close. Jaden Reed, give me rice. Close for me again. Um Jonathan Mingo, you mentioned him last week. It, that that one's kind of close. He went two oh three in the particular draft I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll still take rice here. Mingo really do. does Mingo does scare me, and I know that's gonna like that's gonna go against popular belief. I think Mingo Mingo's probably of the group you said the first wide receiver to go nine out of ten drafts. But now I'm starting to change like you gave me three names where I was tempted. I'm like, it's close. It's close. I don't yeah. know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. Mingo, I think I would actually draft rights over Mingo. And that's that's very contrary. You want Michael, to talk about Michael Mayer went 205. He's I, he's projected to start behind Austin Hooper and possibly O.J. Howard. I personally believe that Mayer is, is a nice value in these drafts. Mayer, up until, oh, I don't know, two days before the draft, four days before the draft was... Perennial number one, Dalton Kincaid has gained more and more steam. Then Dalton Kincaid gets drafted before him and confirms that, oh, we're right. Tight ends are fucking crazy, man. You don't know why a team's drafting a tight end. You don't know if they want them in line, out line. You don't know when they're going to crack. You don't know when they're going to go. Michael Mayer's got, I've heard, a sneaky good landing spot. What's sneaky about that? It's a great landing spot for Michael Mayer. Yeah, it's a good landing spot. Yeah. But, I mean, they're still saying Austin Hooper's probably going to start. Nah. The oh, same yeah, he might, might be behind O.J. Howard. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's the way it works, dude. Nope. They're, Fanero, they're just tight ends. <laughs> yeah, there is that. So, so now so now all of a sudden we have three to four in this class worth talking about? I guess. For what reason? To be a tight end. That's yeah. what they're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard, um, I was, I, I and, and you probably, I mean, for as much as we've talked about tight ends, you, you probably feel the same way as you assaulted my dar- uh, garden with the, the rabbit last week. But yeah, I'm, a, um, I'm just a little salty the last couple of weeks. For but, now. There's, I apologize. but there's something there's something legit to say. Um, and I'm going to use Pat, Pat Fryermuth as an example. Pat Fryermuth is like a success tight end story. So he had a great rookie season, followed it up with another really good season, and he'll probably have even a better season in year three. Mm-hmm. Is he worth a mid? first round pick mid first mid first um yeah I, w- I would say so if you're if you're gonna draft these rookies there well, that, that's kind of where my head's at right Fryermuth, you know a lot more and you know i love kincaid mm-hmm. it is so much easier in a majority of the time to get that tight end later than in your rookie drafts rookie yeah. drafts it's really tough to like pull the trigger now if you're in a two tight end league different uh two points PPR league tight end again that the, the, these are a little extreme, but tight ends to get a return on investment. Not only are you waiting, but you have to be patient like a mother because yeah, you aren't seeing shit. Like imagine yeah. you you know I mean these Sky Moore, David Bell, Tolbert. Yeah. What are these guys worth now? Wide receivers. What are they worth now? Tight ends. You almost expect that. So maybe you're saying, well, yeah, I'm just going to be more patient. My 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 point is. The following year, they're 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 already depreciated in value, and you know it. And that's really hard to draft over yeah. taking a shot on a Rashi Rice, a Jonathan Mingo, um, a Jaden Reed. Like it's a little more tempting to do that because you might get a six or seven hundred like Jerry Judy rookie season out of them and maintain their value. And then you could even get 
what we've been blessed with for the past few years, a wide receiver that just mushrooms in value. That's not yeah. happening with your tight end. And that's what makes it so difficult to reach for. So difficult. We're all trying to find the next Travis Kelsey. There's one Travis Kelsey and everyone else is at another tier. And they hope to get into that second tier and, and own the second tier. And there's a, a tight end or two that owns the second tier, but nobody touches Kelsey with the exception of one year. And um, it, it, it's just not going to happen. Not in year one, not in year two. And you're just hoping and you're investing and you're reinvesting and you're reinvesting. I think there's, um, there, if you look at your rookie drafts and you look what other people are doing, there's, there's, there's some temptations in a deep tight end rookie class to take a shot, but don't take a shot necessarily so early. Yeah. Tight end breakout age is typically like 27 to 29. That's a great age for tight end. Yep. And, and yet, like, that's when we start to get sick of them. And we're like, they haven't done it yet. Yep. yep. They haven't done it yet. There's yep. all this stuff that we know. It's documented. The data's there. Friermuth is an outlier as a tight end. Kelsey, outlier. Yep. Um, even uh, Zach Ertz had, I think, a, a, like a kind of down year. Um, he was, was he drafted the same year as Kelsey? Were they drafted the same year? Uh, you, you I think they were close. Up. Yeah, they were close. But, but yeah, a lot of times, like, we just get so impatient with these guys and we're like, yeah, they're this and that. Give me David Njoku all day. Give me Mike Gusecki. I, I don't need all these rookies, like, just, like, randomly throughout. You know how many offers I've had in one league for David Njoku? Like, just offering me picks just for David Njoku, like, 207? No, I don't. I'm taking Njoku. Like, yep. could you imagine if David Njoku was in your rookie draft? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you just did with with yeah. Firemuth. Like, yeah, it's a cheat code. I, he I has will to be draft tight him one. at 206 happily. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. And uh, even if he only gives me six to seven yards, 700 yards, because you know what? He's a freaking tight end. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, Probably a 27-year-old tight end if I... He's, we're just going to have to change the name of the show to Tight End Fever. <laughs> Um, Fenero, I'm I'm done talking about tight ends the rest of the show. All right. I had a funny feeling that, that would be taken care of pretty early and then uh we would move on. I think we have um But Rasheed Rice, I think that's that's a great target in your second rounds. Yeah, like and mid to late. Even earlier. And I, and I actually think in your super flex, and I think we, we hinted on this slightly, or you did, I really like a Hendon Hooker in the mid second. Um, I think you're able to get them later if you have the balls, but um, I pulled the trigger at 206 where I had uh, Mac Jones, Tua, and Sam Howell as my quarterbacks. I guess I technically have three starters. Um, they don't feel real great. I mean, I, obviously Tua is, a, is, is in that top tier, um, but getting Hendon Hooker at the 206, I actually traded in to, the, to, to get the 206. I had the 207. Um, and I traded to get uh, the 206 because I was between Hendon Hooker and a running back. And um, real happy to get him there. And I think that's that's about his ADP. I know I know we don't talk about quarterbacks a ton, but I know we hinted on it last week. And, and uh, I, I, I really I, I think what you said uh, made me want to do this. And what you said is if you like Hendon Hooker, if you have golf, why not just like Hendon Hooker then? Like you yeah. don't have to have golf. And I don't have golf on this squad. And I just feel a little bit better having hooker on this team uh for the 206 so you know, let's talk about this i've had a couple opportunities to draft hendon hooker mm -hmm. and every time i get kind of hung up and i wonder like when when am i going to see him on the field and that doesn't yeah. bother me because in dynasty i believe you have to wait but 
I'm playing the field a little bit here. I'm and I'm gambling, but I get I bet I can get him for cheaper later. Mm. Even yeah. if there's an early Jared Goff injury, I don't think Hendon Hooker is going to be ready off of his injury right away no. to just all of a sudden go out there and play. I agree. So that that was my reservation with Hendon Hooker is it's not even his age being an older quarterback, but just the idea that when my time comes that I want him, I can probably get him for a little cheaper or the way people are acting. I can probably just get him for a 2024 second or third. You'll probably lose value just to get into that 24 draft. It's going to be amazing. So let's say, let's say, um, let's say Jared Goff had, he, Jared Goff had a very good season last year. Um, let's say he has the same season. You're a Detroit Lions fan. He can't because he had one bad season in his career. Like it was really bad. So he can't have another good season. <laughs> well, he will. Let's say, cause I, I think he's primed I was to have joking. Him. Yeah. I know you are. They, I think they're primed to have definitely a, a, at least as good as, as, as they did last year, but you have to pay. It, he's also cheap. He really is for a quarter, for a starting quarterback. He's $26 million. That's, that's not bad, but. To cut him after twenty three is only going to cost them five million in dead cap. Like it's it that is the time to move on if you are going to move on because you have to move yeah, on or you have to sign him to a forty million dollar deal. So golf has you to be just good start Hendon Hooker, who's well, as that's old what I'm as Jared Goff. No, they have to. Well, I, actually, that I'm glad you brought that up. Like I, I, the age thing with Hooker doesn't bother me at all. I like to me, I think that that. That is just that that bothers me as much as uh, everyone who brings up uh, Wilson and 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 him sleeping with people's moms. It's like a, it's like a broken record over and over again. I a twenty five year old quarterback is not a concern of mine. Like it just isn't in Dynasty. I'm not concerned. I am concerned about Jared Goff getting another contract with Detroit. Why the hell not? That absolutely could happen. Like yeah. you know, I, the I was my scenario played out was going to be that they really do like Hendon Hooker. Like, like not now, like, well, I think they want throughout like 23, yeah. no, throughout 23, they're like, this guy really is going to work for us. And they get excited. They're going to have a choice to make. Um, now I don't know their draft pick situation and, and we can extrapolate that. But again, we're, we're not talking about like picking, um, you know, Hendon Hooker in, in the first round. We're talking about mid second, late second. I think when I picked them at 206, that was probably, I don't want to say an out eyebrow raiser. But it probably was one of those things where it was like, uh, I don't know if I would have picked him that early. <laughs> yeah, I hear um, you. Yeah, so Hendon Hooker goes in another one at two hundred eight, trying to get some ADP on him. But but he's around that he's around that mark. And I know we don't talk about quarterbacks much. And since we're talking about the second and third round, I thought it would be worth bringing up because I think Will Levis, I think you and I would agree, is probably a first round pick in rookie drafts. If he's not, he's right at that turn. Correct. Um. Yeah, that's about where I've seen him. Yeah, I'm trying to see where the I have two one eleven so far. <laughs> I actually have Emma. Actually, here you go. I have. MFLs. I drafted him. I drafted Will Levis at two o two in the. I just switched leagues just so I'm not looking at the yeah. same one the entire time. I drafted him at two o two. Well, I have I have MFLs. Um, uh, this is now nah, this is the worst time to bring that up. I was going to say I have um, MFLs uh, rookie ADP report, mm. which is great because it's uh four hundred ninety five rookie drafts. That's awesome. Problem is you can't you can't separate superflex. Mm. So quarterbacks, it's the worst. I mean, running backs, it's a good. It's kind of cool. They tell you how many rookie drafts it is to get. Yeah, that it's average. like four hundred ninety five of them, and in four hundred ninety five, there's going to be a, a plethora of standards. So his ADP is eighteen. So that's 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 with standard mixed in. Hmm. 
And when did that start? Oh, good question. Um, they're the they're the most recent. You, you only get to sort by like I think it's like recent or uh, I think it's probably like anything in twenty three, basically. Gotcha. Oh, no mocks though. You can take mocks out of it. Okay. That is so they're actual parameter. drafts. Yeah, they're all actual drafts on the platform, and um, it's a good thing to look at, especially like you know if you're doing like later rookie drafts, just to kind of get a sense. Of like if you can wait or if you can trade down, it's fun. But you know, take a risk with. Yeah, I, I mean, Will Levis feels like a for me anyway. In my book, feels like a um, like a late first. Uh, it's it's hard to like I, I mean, to be quite honest with you. Like I, I would start debating him over Zay Flowers. I, I really would. Like I, I I don't like the landing spot with Zay. I don't love his size. And then you start looking at you're looking at running backs, smaller running backs. Um, it, it's tough. It's really tough Flowers to, has gotten a lot of hype. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there, there was there were quite a few analysts, uh, analysts that that believes a Flowers was like their wide receiver too. You know, I think sometimes that stuff just gets blown up for clicks. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I like say I don't like the landing spot. Um, I don't love the size. 5'10", 172 pounds, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's, there's a lot of things going against them that doesn't make me uh, yeah. want to spend yeah. a first round draft pick when I could get maybe a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this since Tyreek Hill. It seems like every year, like we're looking for that small, fast guy and Tyreek is not even really small. Like y- yeah. you can tell just by looking at his body. Yeah. Um, but I think like every year there's lots of small, fast guys and usually they they end up not really panning out. Yep. Um, so mid-second, two running backs I've been targeting a little bit. I don't know what you think about. Mm-hmm. In this order, Rashawn Johnson and Tank Bigsby. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to – well, that's tough. Um, with a situation like that, it's it's like one of those ties where you have to like – look at early opportunity i would say and believe it or not i think i'm going to tell you that that bigsby has more of an early opportunity um i think that's maybe a little contrary but it's it's the it's the uh narrative i've written i believe that jacksonville would like to be have him as the early down back i think that's the way they want to use etn again we get wrapped up in fantasy. We want one running back to have 100% of the carries. It doesn't happen anywhere. Even the bell cows yeah. don't get this. Like, that, so those days going are done. It's going to be a shared backfield. That is a much shallower backfield. It's less crowded. I can see both having roles. It makes a lot of sense to me. It's an ascending offense. I like the profile. I mean, I like Roshan's profile, too. I love the size. But you want to look at like production and how long somebody's been out there. I got way more to look at with Tank than I do Roshan, who backed up Bijan. But but <laughs> who, who's who's gonna who's gonna start in Chicago? I I I think they really like the kid. I think they like um, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I really do. I think I think Khalil Herbert was low key one of the most efficient running backs. Last year, like when that guy got an opportunity, he shined. Well, he, that happens a, with crappy running backs. I, I, <laughs> it, I mean, it does it, it, because the team, the defense doesn't care about them as much as they do good running backs. So they're not expecting it all the time. Like they're not setting up for the run when they see Herbert back there like they are when they see David Montgomery back there, whether we like it or not. Yeah, I, I, I think I like 
Khalil Herbert a little more than you then? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you're, it, and, 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 and honestly, man, we've talked about that with, uh, with, with your success in fantasy. It's, it usually, and I'm not saying this is the only technique you use. You have several, and we all do. But one of the things you like is you like to target a running back or any player you don't love, and you target the other guy. And it's worked out for you a lot. Like, I don't like so-and-so at all. I think he's going to be out of the league in no time. And so I'm going to basically go after what the other team, what the same team went after. And I'm going to get the other guy. Yeah. And it's worked for you a lot. Um, and they're both uh, like, um, so Bigsby, I don't want to mix this up. It was late third, right? And then Johnson was early fourth. Or do I have that backwards? Yeah. So Bigsby was. That Damian Pierce area. Right yeah, so Bigsby was da, 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 three twenty uh, fifth pick in the third round. Yep. And you want to know Roshan? I mean, I can. I have it here too. I can he's look a, it up. He's a fourth round pick. Yeah, four hundred four yeah. or something, or yeah, something like that. So both like decent draft capital. Eh. You, you know what I mean for a running back. I think they'll get some opportunity, but nonetheless, those are two guys that I've been targeting in that area as well. Well, um, I'm going to say one of the reasons is their size. You yes. have prototypical running backs there, Roshan in particular. They're not 180 pounds. Correct. You do have you have um, both Tajay Spears and A-Chain both uh, drafted by the NFL sooner than both those players. And uh, by most fantasy teams, I yeah. would say. Almost all fantasy teams are, are drafting A-Chain and Spears ahead of them. Um, yeah. I think I've only noticed one where I saw a, a chain fall a little bit more to where, because I'm not interested in him like yeah. most are, but I saw him fall a little. And I was just like, huh, that's that's about damn time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Honestly, man, like after our last week's show, um, Miller, Miller and A-Chain were really close for me, like really close. And after having the show with you last week, I've decided to move Miller over Aging. So I feel already like a little buyer's remorse because mm. you like I know why I did it. I did it because I love Aching speed, not on tape. Mm -hmm. I mean, not in the forty. I'm talking about on tape. I love his lateral quickness. Um, I love his upside. Right? We all talk about Richardson. Who's the better quarterback in college, Richardson, Young, or Stroud? It's not Richardson. But we're right. all like Richardson, Richardson, Richardson. Right. But it makes more sense at quarterback. I did it at running back. And I did it because um, they were close. But I always had Miller above A-Chain because of the size. And I let Miami's landing spot switch them for me. Mm. And it affected me in a draft. And I don't think I'll do that again. Yeah. Um, I think it's close enough. That was an early draft. It was an early draft. And, we evolve. And, and I'm, I'm excited I have one share in case I actually wind up accidentally being right. Yeah, but, but the odds are not in my favor. And if I'm going to draft a, a running back, I want to draft one that's going to hold up in the NFL, not one yep. that might flash here and there and that I have to consider selling because I'm already nervous that a 188 pound running back is going to last. Yeah, they, they have to have a niche role on the team to correct to last in a fantasy relevant like situation. Yeah, there's going to be you're not going to be able to count on one hand how many running backs at that size are going to be successful. 180 pounds, dude. He's not even 5'9". He's a really small dude. Um, it's, like I said, it's one of those things where uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reason to be in multiple dynasty drafts, man. Like, you, you do learn from your mistakes. 
Um, I do feel like at this point at one eleven that a chain was a mistake. Yeah. And this year's this year's kind of weird. Like I forget the players, but I was on the clock, and these guys were so close for me. I, I honestly forget. And I and in my head, I was just like, you know what? I've got enough of him. I'm just gonna switch yep. it up this yep. time. Yep, yep, yep. And and I kind of diverted a little bit just uh, to to diversify a little bit. Oh, and um, it, it's funny. I, I don't know if you noticed. Me probably did. Uh, but I I traded into the third. After our show, uh, and grab Tank Bigsby in Superflex Army. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so I got him at three hundred two after uh, speaking with the great Swagzilla Zero G about oh, yeah, a chain and 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 his size. So I backed up that play by jumping into the third and grabbing uh, Bigsby. But so why not trade away a chain now? Ooh, before he can be good or bad. That's that's brilliant, sir. You probably yeah. could. Oh, absolutely could. There's a, there's a. He's, a, he's basically a first round pick, and like you said already, get that twenty twenty four fourth, bro. <laughs> I could probably get two of them. You might. You might. <laughs> I don't know. They're hot commodity know, right man. now. <laughs> hey, Shane, man, I might be able to get four fourth round picks. <laughs> <laughs> You're underestimating his value. Yeah, dude. Um, nice callback on that one. But yeah, no, I, yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, the, all this is fluid. You know, you absolutely can, there's going to be multiple opportunities and the best time is now because there's going to be multiple opportunities for him to fail. Yeah. Right. In yeah. training camp, a chain's not the, he gets hurt. It, well, a, any number of different things, you know, most start What's looks, his ceiling? looks amazing. Oh, that's a great, oh my God, is that good? Um, <laughs> is he priced out at his ceiling? Yeah. Yes. You know, so if, yep. if, so that's, yep. it's, that's the way I, I try to look at it sometimes. If it's a player I like, um, I, I think like, what is his ceiling? Can I, I can get out at his ceiling or above. And then if he hits his ceiling, I don't care. Yep. Still have my it, It's, it's what I, that's what we sold him for. You know, yep. like, do I want that player successful on my team? Sure. You know, but. I did well in the trade. I traded him at his ceiling. Now, if he fails, when you trade him at a ceiling that was built from styrofoam, nothing. It's just like freestanding yep. in our imagination. This is what we say his ceiling is. And then if he doesn't hit it, it just crumbles just from putting a little bit of nail polish remover on it. You don't want that. No, definitely not. <laughs> but nail polish remover. Have you ever poured nail no. polish remover on styrofoam? Oh, it melts it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. I no, it's been a very long time since I put nail polish on styrofoam. I, I, I obviously just remembered, but yeah. <laughs> I thought it, at first I thought it was the most random thing anyone's ever said to me because I forgot that it does that, but yes, it's probably the acetone. Yeah. Yes, the acetone in the science with Fenero and swags. <laughs> oh, that's what you signed up for. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what you could definitely feel it out though. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Send him to Larry monkey. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Whenever you get Garrett Wilson back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you a little time on the edit here. <laughs> nice. Let's make this shit happen. <laughs> so who are some guys you've been targeting that we haven't talked about yet in the second and third rounds yeah so yeah we so haven't for, even really got to into the third too much have we 
No, so the it's weird. So, so for me, because you know we didn't really explain the whole gist of why we're doing this, <laughs> but like the first round is sometimes like so easy, right? I'm not saying we that every pick in the first round is going to hit, but the first round is so easy. Yep, it really is. Um, I have an avoid in the third round. Ooh. Um, wait, wait, but, wait, wait. But, no, no, no. I get to guess it. But that would okay. I get to guess it before you tell yes. us about it. Yes. You're a void. Oh. You don't like that the Giants drafted Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> um, I think Jalen Hyatt is... Uh, I was wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. I, 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 I'm not excited about getting another small wide receiver. We kind of tapped on that last week, but... In rookie drafts, wrong. yeah, because in rookie dra- in rookie drafts, I think is his, his he's fair. I okay. think I, I think he's fair. Um, he did fall a little but bit. But you in the can NFL still draft. avoid something that's fair. hundred percent, and especially <laughs> if I'm just calling it fair. I think <laughs> I think I just the reason I the reason I refrained from saying it immediately, other than to let you guess, was was that it means I have to bring up a tight end again. You said we were done talking about tight end. Um, no, I am. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that uh, Luke Shoemaker. Mm. is is actually a guy i'm avoiding um and 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 honestly man he does his his adp does kind of vary um so i guess it's it's hard to say avoiding but it's not somebody i'm as excited about how about that there's a lot of people that are like getting pretty damn excited and i get it right um he's are he's potentially replacing your boy ferguson um, and I say your boy because I know you own one share, so that's completely wrong. I have a decent amount boy. of Ferguson. Okay, good. Um, and he was a fourth round pick, and this is a second round pick. I see yep. that, I get it, but he doesn't profile as a good pass catcher at all. He really doesn't. He, he profiles as an average pass catcher and an excellent run blocker. True sample. I think. I think he, especially, and we talked about tight ends, so we won't get into it too much more. True sample, yeah. Um, I think he's adequate. I think he will be adequate. I, I think he is the future backup tight end for Dallas. I think the the Dalton Schultz that people want him to be isn't on the team yet. Like that's that that's all I want to say about. Well, and that I mean, player. you kind of said it earlier too. Like you just because we don't know how they're going to be used yet. Like nah. some tight ends are like more of a pure tight end that they block. They're on the line more, and then you have tight ends that can't block and they're more athletic and they can catch like it's it's two different things it's almost too bad there's not like a different position mm-hmm. <laughs> just so you can I figure agree. out what kind of role they're going to play a little bit easier but there are teams that draft tight ends to be more of an old school tight end yeah oh 100 they're incredibly and, and valuable using draft <laughs> capital yes <laughs> absolutely yeah, and and I feel like there's a reason that 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 we weren't talking about him too much, and 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 when I dip into his profile to learn more about him, I'm I'm just not impressed. I'm really not. I think people are impressed at, with him as a blocker, in particular a run blocker, and I think that could I think that's like a like a, a you know Tony Pollard fullback type. You know what I mean? Like we will still want to run the ball. We. We'll, we'll get a, a strong run blocking tight end. It'll help Dak out a little bit, protect him, chip chip somebody coming in. Like I feel like that's a a really strong second round pick for Dallas. Like the, that's something they need. They 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 a tight end is left. It doesn't mean that a past tight end that's left is the same tight end coming back. 
I feel different about Laporta. All right. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a contradiction. Like, I like Laporta and I like his landing spot, but I liked Laporta as a pass catcher a ton. You know, he was yeah. like one of my top three guys. Like, this shoemaker guy feels more like we like the landing spot so much and the absence of the somebody that capital. we liked before and the draft capital. But we said with tight ends, draft capital means less. So, like, don't get too caught up in that. I, Go for it if you want to. I could be dead wrong. I'm just not going to get caught up. That's all I'm saying. I'm not getting caught up in that. He's not going to be on any of my teams. So a player I haven't drafted yet, but I, I want to say this before I give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Why draft Devin a chain in the late first or early second when you can get Deuce Vaughn for free? Yeah, Deuce Vaughn is pretty free. He's little, though. Yeah, just he's very like, small. Yep. You know, It'll- <laughs> he's really small, like 5'6", 176. Yeah. I think I think you need to throw Deuce Vaughn on a couple teams. Yeah, yeah, I think you absolutely. All he has there is Tony Pollard. Dude, I got Cedric Tillman at four hundred seven in a league. Wow, how the hell did that happen? That's a, that's a great mention. That's insane. I told you I wasn't. I told you I hated uh, Tillman's landing spot. I still do. But if you're going to tell me I'm getting him in the fourth round, sign me up. Love it. I think that's an anomaly, guys. I don't wow, think you're going to get... Wow, he went 212 in Superflex Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, guys, I think that's an anomaly. Do not wait that long. Um, but I, I do think Tillman's more of a third-round pick. Yeah, and third-round draft capital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice big body. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, there's another, there's another wide receiver that has third-round draft capital I like. Let me see if I can find him. It's just, he's, slipping, he's slipping my... Uh, Wilson. Michael Wilson. Arizona Cardinals. Now, the reason I bring him up is it is situation. It is the fact that he's a third round pick. And it's also because his ADP swags is 41 overall. So that puts him late third. Yeah. And on top of everything else, the reason he fell was injury. So he's a risk there. That's the reason he fell in the NFL in the third round. Although, actually, no one's going to say he fell. Actually, that, that actually is a little earlier than most people thought he would go. So I like that. I like that Arizona picked them up. The thing I don't know is like what the hell Arizona and Kyler Murray are doing over there. But, um, you know, Hopkins has been rumored to leave, I don't know, 16, 18, 20 million times this offseason. I don't see him staying there very long. And uh, you and I, you know, at this point, finally, after a couple seasons, feel the same way about Rondell Moore. So it's wide open. And he is a third round pick. So I, I kind of like that name for as late as you can get him. You can, you can, in, in a lot of cases, let's see, Wilson in this one went. That's a lot of dead air. Wow, I'm Wilson. I don't even know if Wilson went in that one. Yeah, Wilson in this one's 311. Yeah, that, to me, that's why I wanted to bring that name up. He's going late third. And I feel like if, if, if you're, if you're drafting somebody of that profile in the late third that got drafted by the NFL in the third, that's worth a shot. I'm going to take a shot there. I want to own some. I, I don't own any Michael Wilson. So I would like to own a share of Michael Wilson. I also would like to correct my mistake and definitely get me some Kendry Miller. Um, I might do what you said. I might trade to get myself some Kendry Miller because I feel well, like... Well, I have him in... No, I don't have him in that league. No, you don't. Uh, uh, I believe... Um, Izzy. Uh, Izzy has him, yep. So there's... there's uh, the, and, and, and Kedrick Miller is, is, is definitely somebody that I want to own uh, more than Michael Wilson. I didn't bring him up in the same breath to, to say that, that, that they're equal value. Another guy, um, and now I'm, I'm cheating the system here, is Xavier Hutchinson. 
Yeah. Um, I think he, I'm about to draft him now at 406. Yeah, dude, he's basically free. Like, I'm really on the clock yeah. at 406. And I would pull that trigger. I was going to ask you a couple yeah. questions. Jason's like a huge, huge fan of Xavier Hutchison. I checked in on him. We did a profile for Xavier Hutchison. I checked in on Jason. I'm like, Jason dude, Di- Jason DiRienzo. Got to say who he is. Sorry, man. Yeah, that, that was pretty That was pretty insensitive of me. But he, uh, he actually um, replied right away and said, uh, hey, man, I – I, I'm really surprised by the draft cap. Draft capital sucks, guys. Sixth round. Not good draft capital. He was stunned by that, but he also, just like me, loves the profile, loves the opportunity. So if you're gonna if you're gonna take a stab in the fourth round, rather than grabbing like the seventh best tight end on your board, give your shot. Give yourself a shot at Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah. Really. I, I would I would I would do that. I already I already own a decent amount of them because he's he's just being left for dead. He really is. Yeah, it's 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 I, I get it, man. Sixth round. That's that's a really late pick. Really, really late. That's that's a scary. That's a scary thing. But you know what isn't scary? Drafted him at four or six. That yeah, makes it, it doesn't not hurt scary at all. Anymore. Oh, hell no. It sounds way better than a 2024 fourth. <laughs> how about how, you know what else sounds good? Six, three, two hundred and five pounds. That's sexy. So guess who just texted me? Uh, Don't know. I'll give you a hint. All the way from Alaska. Nuh-uh. Madman? Yep. yep. There you he go. He even See? said he's in Alaska on an iceberg. <laughs> I mean, this guy's harder to get a hold of than <laughs> a, a we in the early 2000s, man. Like, <laughs> well, Maybe we can finally start that draft now that he woke up. No, no. Dude, don't feel rushed. He's, to gonna, he's not going to. He's going to get back that, to me on Sunday. <laughs> you start that draft when you want to start that draft. He's going to get back to me excited. on Sunday. This is this is definitely a fun time of year, though. I like I like my draft spreading out. I, what I don't like is is drafts as late as July. I do I do want my drafts over in June. I do not I, want any I, later than that. I I agree. I do too. I really do. I, um, I don't care as much anymore. I don't no, that's care as good. much that, anymore. That's a very I used to kind day. of just like want to do them and get yeah, into yeah, it yeah, because yeah, yeah. I felt like. Um, I would have one on you if like we got him going early, sure. you know. Sure, sure, yep. But anymore, I'm just like I'm overwhelmed if I have to take a shit, <laughs> and that used to be my time to draft, you know. But now it's my slow, like my alone time. I hear you. And and one more thing is a lot. And most of the time, <laughs> if you and I are talking, we've probably got two or three rookie drafts going anyway. Yeah, this is very true. So anymore, I'm just like. Dynasty Madman, have fun in Alaska. We'll talk yeah, soon. Exactly. I, yep. I hope you still want to be in a league with me and you pay your fees and shit and we, we get nice. going on this. Yep. I hear you. But I, I can wait. I know that the people in the league with us, some of them aren't as, in as many leagues, so they want to get going. But I get it. Yep. That's usually what it happens. I like that it doesn't bother you, though, because as a commissioner, uh, there's a lot of pressure on us to to get things moving and stuff like that. That's why I like in a lot of my leagues, I like to just establish dates and just have them in there. So everybody kind of just knows what the hell's going on. And then, you know, but you're right. Like sometimes you're at the whim of the people getting back to you. Like, are you, are you, are you finally in? Have you confirmed, you know, it's, it's way easier for me to wait a few days and make sure yeah, everybody's in than to start a draft and be waiting. Can you imagine? Yeah, We're, with, if we start the draft today, we're going to be yeah. waiting on Jeremy anyway. Yep. And oh, that's yeah. Yeah. more frustrating to me than just waiting on the draft. You know, you yep. guys can make some yep. trades. I agree. I'm torn here. Okay. So this is, I'm going to get a little gross. Okay. 
And especially because of how hard I, I've been on uh, um, what's his name? Bryce Young. Okay. But still the same Panero. Do you have any interest in Stetson Bennett? <laughs> I, I own more Stetson Bennett than I care to admit. Because he's another little guy. That's why I said of how, yeah. why I've been and, – and he's drafted late. The draft capital is, you know yep. what I mean, hardly there. Yep. But, I mean, the Rams have nobody after Matt Stafford. Yeah, and and that's that's the reason you have to pull the trigger there. But there is – We're talking fourth round here. I know. There is still more – I mean, I there's got to be other quarterbacks available. In the fourth round? Who am I missing? No, 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 no. I'm talking about free agency. Oh, for them. For, for free them. agency. Like, there's going to be some, sure. like, some freaking guy that's going to, like, just totally crush Bennett. But if there isn't some freaking guy, which I can't think of, <laughs> that crushes Bennett, he's the backup quarterback, most likely. Yeah. Behind Stafford, who struggled last season to make it through. Um, yeah. And, 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 and forget health, which is the biggest reason he, he took a, just a plummet downward and the Rams are kind of out of ammo. They can't really pick anybody up. They don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of this, a lot of that. So like if they do pick up someone, it's going to be like a a vet that nobody cares about, but that vet is going to be enough to not let us see a fourth round quarterback. And if we don't see a fourth round quarterback, they draft somebody next year. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's certainly worth the stab. Like I said, I own more of him than I care to admit because I'm looking down the fourth round, maybe the fifth round of some of these rookie drafts. And I'm like, I hate everything down here. And give me the quarterback. Like I'll just, I'll, I'll grab the quarterback. I've done it before. I have Bailey Zappi for the same reason. Um, and but uh, now like, okay, so let's use him as an example. And I know, I don't want to ha- talk uncertainties here, but I feel like you and I know each other well. I know you didn't trade him away during that time when he was Correct. doing good, Correct. but I feel like that's probably what you should have done. It, but for context, it, he's on the same team that I own Mac Jones. Okay, that's fair. Another reason to hold. But with, with Bennett, I only want him so when Matt Stafford gets hurt. Yeah, I hear that. I and then that. I want to trade him. Yeah, I hear he, that. He's not the future quarterback for that team even he might be for a few weeks if that's your future you're looking at but he's not like the 2024 2025 and beyond quarterback but if i can get him in the fourth he gets an opportunity somebody even wants to give me a second or third i'm cool yeah that's the play but other than that i don't have a ton of hope for him yeah i'm with you the size is a concern um but he you know he had a good profile and if he was drafted a little earlier, even one round, I might have felt a little better about him. But you, you, I think we're not the only one that's concerned about a 5'11", 190-pound quarterback. The NFL is a little concerned about it, too. Yeah. So, But I like the move. It's savvy, especially like if you go in and, and are committed to doing what you just said. Some of us, uh, some of us aren't as good at that. No, that's mean, hard. I, I, I can talk go. easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's easy it's to easy. talk. I can talk all day, but I I am well aware of what happens when you all of a sudden like, oh, I have a, I just got another starting running back. You know, I just, you know, oh, yeah. I, I know how the feelings change. And yeah. I think that that's why it's kind of good to have these conversations now so you can look back and yeah. remember what you're supposed to do. Because we know today mm-hmm. it's when our emotion takes over, when Stafford gets hurt. Yep. Then we forget what we were supposed to do, and you're just like, no, no. What if he had a really good first game, you know? And you're, yeah. I don't know, man. He, and you're like, no, he's not. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and keep in mind too, like, and I'm talking to the listeners, not you, but the 
quarterbacks coming off the bench tend to do really well. Look at it historically. Yeah. Why do you think that is? It's because there's no game tape on that quarterback. The yeah. game plan is going to change because that person's coming in. The defense doesn't know what to do now. Like they yeah. get a game or two to look pretty damn good because it's almost as if they're wearing an invisible cloak out there. They don't really know what they're going to do. It's really like we don't we we totally underestimate how much teams and coaches look at player tape and know the tendencies no going into the week yeah man when they're making their plan not like all year but like these guys are professionals and they study tape like on players they're playing that week Mm -hmm. and that's how they prepare and some of the best players are the best at it peyton manning was amazing at that like so if you know that and you know everything you just said he's small all this stuff you're waiting on those two games that's what you need. And if you go in and you can bank on that and say, this is not the next Brock Purdy, and I know it, you'll be better off. You'll leave with better draft capital. You'll turn that fifth into a third. You'll turn that fourth possibly into a late second. That's the move. Fenero, I told you and the listeners like how crazy this time of year can get for us just with rookie drafts. Yeah. And I'm on a lot that started at the same time. I'm <laughs> yes. in the fourth round in a few drafts, and I'm uh-huh. on the clock at 402. Okay. And and I could pick between Hutchinson. and I have a four oh four in this one too. I could pick between Michael Wilson or Xavier Hutchinson right now. <sighs> Michael Wilson with the draft capital. Problem is after the show I'm gonna have to look at all the trade offers that came in. I got like two trades that hit. I haven't really opened up for that one. Really? In that league, yeah. Well, they're probably not worth mentioning on the well, show. Okay, you want to do it really kid. quick? And well, then... I, I think it's – I'm curious. I'm going to ask you as soon as the mics go off, so you might as well tell me now. All right. Here's one. Okay, this uh, – yeah, see. This guy wants to give me $400 blind bid money, fab, for anybody that doesn't know. That's free agent acquisition budget. But he wants my 402 and 404 for $400. <laughs> so. Nope. Oh, wait like a minute. It, I'm sorry. You have a 402 and 404? Yeah. Well, then just go Wilson now and then do um, Hutchison at the 404. No, we're going to open up this other trade offer first. Okay. What the heck? Like, <laughs> another. this really guy wants to give me Devontae Parker for my 402. And even as much as I make fun of 402, I don't want Parker here. Yeah, I agree. Give me, um, uh, give should me. I reply back? Like I'll just I I'll, I'll get the fab from that other guy and just try to wait and until uh, he drops Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Maybe those two should. Maybe I should. Yeah, put those two together with them. Put those two together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I I you know it's a really great offer. I have this other guy in mind for you. I want to hit him up for four hundred dollars of fab. <laughs> Sometimes though, dude, I, I see, I'll see some trades, and I'm just like, you're gonna drop him. Oh yeah, 100%. like I yep. see your two players over right now. We have to be at 28. You're at 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're <laughs> dropping <laughs> players at some point. I'll wait. People are weird. I'm excited. You're gonna get both of those guys in the fourth round. That's good. I might, Finero. You will. I might. You guys. Go there's else. a 403 in between. Yeah. Oh, you're worried about that? Nah. That's going to be the four or three in between is going to be Zach Evans. Let's see if he's here. He's gone. Oh, maybe it'll be Deuce Vaughn. Um, Trey Tucker was also a third round pick to the the Vegas Raiders. Um, Trey Tucker's available. Yeah. So somebody might go for him. You can consider it as well. Um, I'll tell them to. 
Mr. Fanero. It was a pleasure doing this show with you, Swagzilla the OG. Oh, are we done? Oh, are we well, done? It certainly felt that way. When when I used to do podcasts with Two Drink, he would do this a lot, and his voice would be all over the place. <laughs> like, <laughs> I made him get a headset. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did my voice go all over like it did. Yeah. It. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you do this, if you go, like, over here and you go like that, yeah, it looks like it's kind of stereo. Oh, dude. Yeah. He would Stevie wonder me so bad. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because we both did it and nobody has any clue what we're doing. <laughs> now now they can at least picture our two dumb faces doing it. We weren't doing it at but the same time. Some of our listeners are like, who's Stevie Wonder? <laughs> nah, oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Younger people know more than we think they do because of their parents. Well... Because their parents know Stevie Wonder. They and know music's Stevie. a lot different today, too, with, like, social media and online and just how you find yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fenero, do you have anybody else to mention? Um, I'm going to tell you that Evan Hole might go in between those two picks. Uh, Indianapolis running back. He's a he's a late he guy that's gone. picking up some steam. Ah, for sure he'd be available. He is I would definitely pick those two wide receivers, and I'm I'm pretty confident he'll get both. I have a decent amount of uh, Xavier Hutchinson, though. I have no oh, Michael so Wilson. Maybe you, so maybe you go Trey Tucker instead, just to diversify. No, I think I'll go Wilson. Good. And then I'm I'm going to be hoping Xavier Hutchinson's there. To be honest, yeah, with you. I'm telling you, you're going to get both. You can just bank on it. Set up your queue. Wake up tomorrow morning. They'll both be on your team. So, okay, your tight end garden. One one last thing before we get out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, we're talking late round up. picks. This could be like, I don't know, but you mentioned the Green Bay tight ends last week. Tucker Craft. I mean, do you have any interest or care like in this second to third round? This, like we're talking, I, I'm not talking about my pick here. I'm talking about for for the theme I'll, of the show. I'll pull the trigger on Tucker Craft in the fourth. Not Squeeze earlier. him in and hope it, hope it works out. George no, Kittle style. I, I, I like Luke too much. I really do. But Tucker Craft is somebody I tweeted that out just to just to get like a response to see what people. Would I don't say. even know that you tweet. I don't ever see your tweets. Yeah, I mean, unless I, it's about some podcast <laughs> thing and eating food with friends. Yeah, all I said basically was for everyone who is getting like super excited about Luke, Luke Musgrave, keep in mind that that uh, Tucker Craft was also drafted, and also keep in mind that uh, Mark Andrews was the second tight end drafted yeah. in that same class. So that, that to... was just, I was just reminding people of that. Like, you don't know for sure. Because we like Luke a lot more than we like Tucker Craft, but uh, Tucker Craft was absolutely on my radar, dude. I drafted him in that that mock that we did um, with uh, Debbie Dynasty. Like, I, I really feel like... I like him. I like him as a pass catcher. That's why he's he's a little bit of a tweener. Like he's a smaller dude, but we don't care about that in fantasy. Like yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of dig him. Like I really, I don't know. I in the fourth round, I, I think that's those are guys that hopefully have a taxi squad, especially if you're going to pick a fourth round tight end because that's going to be the first person you cut. Um, so if you have a taxi squad, that's a great move. But you know, otherwise, I would go with a wide receiver or running back where I get to find out sooner what they are. Yep. Yeah. Guys, you can still use code FEVER at campuscanton.com. Save 10% off. Those guys will continue to crush it as they move into the 2024 class, 2025 and beyond. Um, smart group of guys. Be sure to check them out if you haven't. And same with DynastyNerds.com. You can use that code FEVER to save 15%. And 
those guys are are covering all these rookies in intense. I have a small um, I have a small update with nerds. Um I'm in a league with Rich and he let us beta test um the GM 2.0. Oh cool. So that that has to mean it's coming around the corner. I know we've been teasing that for a while. Rich himself has has kind of joked around about how much he's teased it and it yeah. hasn't come out. But we're beta testing it and it's pretty freaking cool. So I would uh, jealous. I would yeah, I mean, just to have that on your phone, there, there's not an app in fantasy like it. There isn't. There just isn't. I, I, I know. There, there isn't. And it's oh, it's you've clean, got the app. You're using the app. Yeah, that's what that's nice. what we were testing. I was literally testing the 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 uh, the the GM on an app nice. on my phone, Ugh. and um the, the the and I was trying to break it, which is kind of the point of beta testing something, and I I broke it. You know, like it does have a thing or two they still need to clean up. But that also was a week ago. You know, I, I don't think they're they're sending this out to uh, a select group unless they're really, really close to ready. So yeah. why not, man? And get that full membership helps our show out as well. Um, you know, we have a great partnership with uh, with everyone over the Dynasty Nerds. We get along. They think that we can bring you their site and uh, and all of their tools being who we are and uh we're we were honored to to help them out with that and so many people have signed up uh, hopefully yeah. you have the app before you have the podcast convention so you have something to do yeah right <laughs> podcast convention yeah join me in heights down new jersey this friday night <laughs> oh it's friday yeah, I thought it was this, Saturday. It's this Friday. Yeah. Jesus. We should have done Rookie Fever right at the place you're at. Oh, that'd be cool. I'll set up a link. Yeah. Let's have everybody jump on. And send it to you guys. Sounds good. I'll just put it I'll just put it right on the tweet. So then any <laughs> I mean any listeners or anybody on Twitter can just oh, hop on the show. Oh boy. Yes. That sounds like a great idea. Hey. <laughs> Anything to have fun, right? Can't even do this. <laughs> I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Artmark TV. This is Rookie Fever. I feel like we deserve five star reviews. Maybe it's just because I enjoyed myself so much. Ah, well done. I think that's enough, though. If you enjoy yourself, you yeah. should. We sh that's we should get five. Did you enjoy yourself? I enjoy myself at least once a day. <laughs> We are at Rookie Fever on Twitter. And on that note, we are out. Rookie Fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever. In the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime. Something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Who got the one-on-one scout And it's never done this to go and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this break out A full rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same 
when he put his arms around her. He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend. I'll give a fever. When we kiss it, fever without blaming you. Fever, I'm a fire. Fever, yeah, I burn for soon. Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and he got the fever. No cure for the fever, so let's beat the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever. Now you got the fever, now you got the fever, now you got the fever, now you got the fever.